Well, hello, this is Jane Schroeder bringing you today another daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gate. Such a privilege to be here today. And I'm sat in my office on a freezy, freezy, sunny, frosty day. It's been beautiful, the sea of glass in Scotland today. We've just returned from a lovely trip to one of my favourite places, Dunad, the hill fort, Kilmartin Glen. And we know the story where this mound of rocks was a hill fort. The Gaelic kings would rule from there. It's called Dariada, overshadowing with parts of Ireland. And while we were there this time, we saw very different than what we normally see. We know it's where Columba inaugurated the king of Northumberland and he got saved. And many people were attracted to the area, this place of holiness and the presence of Yahweh. Some of the people that I was with in the group began to see a sort of like whirlwind spinning round and above us. I'd never seen this before. It made me think of the Hebrew letter, the last letter, the Gar. And what does that mean? Well, scripture tells us in 1 Kings 6, 8, it was Solomon building the temple. The doorway from the lowest side of the chamber was on the right side of the house. They would go up winding stairs to the middle storey and from the middle to the third. So this was a spiral staircase taken into the Holy of Holies. A significant ascending into the presence of Yahweh. Whoa! So, so Solomon would have already have known this in his heart. He would have already had the blueprint and the understanding and the revelation before he put this doorway in. This twisting spiral. Gar. Did you know that Gar is the secret staircase hidden for a long time for such a time as this? Gar means twisted. Yahweh folding itself around the ayin. We know the letter, the ayin, means eye, to see, sight. He who has an eye to see, let him perceive the hidden mysteries of sight. Whoa. A descending, ascending letter into the presence of Yahweh. That spinning, spiral, whirlwind-like presence over Denard. I wonder if Yahweh twisted the day into night and the night into day. It says in Genesis, doesn't it? Genesis 1. Let's just read it. In the beginning, God, meaning Elohim, created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void and the darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. That Ruach Hakadesh, the sacred breath, the Holy Spirit breath of Yahweh. Then God said, let there be light. Hmm, created light. And there was light. God saw the light was good and God separated. He divided the light from the darkness. 
that light record, the record to our future, that up and down the timeline, we already knew in advance, we can go back and forth and up and down and look down the timeline like David did. David, I always felt he was like prophesying the future of Solomon. He knew the end from the beginning and many other Whoa, godly men and women in scripture. God called the, the God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning. One day. I often think about Yahweh's shimmering, shining, luminous light being his face. That he would create things faster than thought speed. Whoa. So that thought of twisting the day into the night and the night into the day. Whoa. It's an interesting thought. I think upon these things. The talet, the prayer shawl, has twisted tassels on the corners of it. There's another twisting, whirlwinding, wow, ascending, descending spiral understanding. In Isaiah 61, the sons of Yahweh, we are builders, the ones to bring about, to redeem the building, the redemption, the building of the ruined cities. Let's have a closer look at this. The Spirit of the Lord, God, is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted, he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives and freedom to prisoners, to proclaim the favourable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to grant those who mourn in Zion. And it's interesting, there are so many words right now about stepping over the threshold into this new realm, into the new beginning, into this new place giving them garlands instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of the spirit of fainting. So they will be called the oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And it was interesting, while we were at Denard this time, this whirlwind in twisting, ascending, descending, the joy on it. Often when I'm up there, I feel very serious about the mysterions and the hidden things. But this time I felt the utter joy of the reclamation, the restitution, wow, of what's about to come on the earth. Then they will rebuild ancient ruins. They will raise up the former devastation and they will repair the ruined cities, the desolation of many generations. Strangers will stand on the pastures Strangers will stand and pass to your flocks and foreigners will be your farmers and your vine dressers. But you will be called the priests of the Lord. You will, you will be spoken as ministers of our God. You will eat the wealth of nations and their riches you will boast. Instead of your shame, you will have a double portion. And instead of humiliation, they will shout for joy over their portion. Therefore, they will possess a double portion in the land and my favourite everlasting joy will be theirs. For the Lord loves justice. 
He hates robbery and the burnt offerings. And I will faithfully, says Yahweh, give them their recompense and make an everlasting covenant with them. And their offsprings will be known among the nations and their descendants in the midst of the people. And all who see them will recognise that we are the sons of God because they are the offspring whom the Lord has blessed. I rejoice greatly in the Lord. My soul will exult in my God. For he has clothed me with garments of salvation and he has wrapped me with a robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself with a garland and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. For as the earth brings forth its sprouts and as the garden causes the things sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before the nations. Wow! With that gratitude and our attitude of thankfulness and gratefulness and godliness. Whoa! Thank you, Yahweh. It just brings music to your heart and that our balm of Gilead into those places that need to feel the warmth, the love of Yahweh. Some people say that Gar can represent the divine dance. John 17, 21 says, Father, that they may all be one, even as you, Father, are one in me, and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you sent me. Wow, that is amazing. Amazing. And it's interesting, after we'd been at Denard, we felt this compulsion to go to Columbus Cave. Now, I did not expect what I found there. It's a tiny weeny path, winding, one, one car road, and it was pitch black by the time we got there way out in the middle of nowhere it was something else especially in the dark and so we took torches and we clambered over soggy boggy wet fields and up a rocky path to the most amazing sight I was not expecting and I often say to Yahweh when I went to Ireland recently oh would you surprise me ready or not here you come you're going to find us and show us and show up and bring the hidden mysteries, the mysterion, the secrets to our minds, body, souls and spirits. When we arrived, straight away people began to get this like whoosh feeling and things brushing past and past their legs and it's it's quite a small cave but it's it's pretty unusual there's an altar in there and people have put crosses on the altar celtic woven reeds and twigs it's really beautiful it's not been desecrated at all some people felt orbs push past them small in a pitch black dark cave even one lady who is normally very claustrophobic was drawn inside to the cave she could not resist it and she began to photograph on her phone lights moving past her on this ancient path the ancient footpaths 
the ancient footprints of the Celtic saints that had walked before us. You could feel the residue in the land when you touched the rocks. That scripture that says, even the rocks cry out. You could feel, sense, hear the sound within your heart of the ancient ways, the ancient paths of the saints, the cloud of witnesses that had prayed and soaked the land in prayer in the cave of Columba. Oh my goodness, the presence was just incredible. And as we honour the saints of old, it brings joy to Yahweh's heart with thankfulness and gratitude. Now, when we came home, I always call it the after party. We began to look through our photographs and there were lights, like rods of light across the screen. One part of the cave and the entrance, I kept sensing there was an angel sat looking out, a watcher angel. And when I took a photograph, there was like a purple hue of mist, like a misty purple cloud. And it made me think of the ladies of gold. The, wow, wow, these group of ladies that we'd meet and a, and a um, supernatural blue door would be in the room and they would go through it and they would be in the heavenly places. They would see blue purple clouds ascending and descending and they would be in the heavenly places as they sang in high praise. That would be taken on bilocation, translocation to regions on mission trips, salvations and healings. It was incredible. But that was my first thought was the purple cloud, the purple mist, the royalty, the honour of Yahweh. It was amazing. And so we had photographs with lights on, orbs angelic apparition pictures it was something else and I loved it that everybody felt sense saw something Yahweh had a surprise for every single person that came on our trip to Denad and Columbus cave that night the wind began to blow here in Scotland and we've just been through a massive storm across the UK there's been quite a lot of devastation, trees down. One of my friends, her gates, was iron gates was pulled off its hinges and blown up the road. A massive trampoline was blown four or five gardens away from one of our houses into an entry over the roof and into the garden. <laughs> it was stormy here and the roof cracked and creaked here. It probably only got up to about 50 mile an hour where I live on the coast. But... I had one of my friends staying here. And that night, we began to hear footsteps up and down the landing of my hallway. I sat in bed. I thought, oh no, are they here? I shouldn't say, oh no, I'm glad they're here. But the next morning, even when we were downstairs eating breakfast, something, somebody, an angelic being was walking. Beings were walking up and down my landing. It was incredible. And none such encounters would happen to Columba himself. Saint Columba. He would have encounters of angelic light beings, 
He would meet them down on the beach and they would fly at tremendous speed to converse with him. There would be angels of protection on the islands. And it says about in Psalm 103, they're servants sent by God, amigos, amigos. They are sent to help us. And I just want to read a little excerpt from one of his books, The Life by St. Columba. One day, on one of the islands where St. Columba was, the enemy of demonic beings were beginning to attack the island. He called them those deadly opponents. But God, he prayed and he fasted, and God sent the help of angels. And they banished these demonic forces from the island. They were sent to invade the monastery and to attack the monks cruelly, to bring a deadly plague, that many would be afflicted. But what happened when St Columba and the monks prayed and fasted? In high praise, the angelic came and banished them from the islands. From a prophecy that was given, that was fulfilled on that day, that not one of the diseases killed or maimed any of the monks. Wow, isn't that just incredible? So we thank you, Yahweh. We honour the Celtic saints of old. We honour the ancient ones. We honour those that walk the land, the wild islands, through the United Kingdom. We bless you, Yahweh, today. We love you. We honour you. And I honour each one of you listening to this podcast today. Have the most extraordinary, awesome day.